common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. We know that former President Trump has entered the not guilty pleas. And joining us now here on Katz and Cosby is Donald Trump Jr., uh, Donald, so great to have you here. Your father is commenting. Uh, he just got out of court. Uh, first of all, your reaction to what has been an unprecedented day in American history? Well, yet another unprecedented day in history, Rita. I mean, they keep doing this stuff. Coincidentally, it always happens exactly the day after uh, something that Joe Biden actually did. Uh, the actual corruption, whether it's millions from Ukraine the day after they indict Trump. Yesterday, they released the Devin Archer testimony that's you know, pretty clear that Joe was involved in all of these things. Of course, there's another one, uh, another indictment of Trump. But what's going on right That's now right is on, right on. scary. If this stuff happened in third world countries, we'd be clamoring for regime change. But it's happening in America right now. The people who every time my father tweeted Merry Christmas would say it's bigger than Watergate. The scandal is bigger than Watergate. Didn't matter what he did. It was always bigger than Watergate are strangely silent about everything we're finding out about the Biden uh, regime, uh, the years of corruption. And, you know, no, no one's even bothered to ask the question, you know, why would the Chinese give a crackhead a billion dollars to invest? I mean, you know, maybe that's part of their ESG program. They have to have diversified uh, wealth <laughs> managers uh, and have to have some crackhead representation in there, because otherwise, uh, I don't think anyone in their right mind would give Hunter Biden a billion dollars, unless, of course, you were buying the United States government. And given the policies the America last China first policies we've seen out of this administration. That seems to be exactly what they did. And China made an incredible investment. It was one of the best return on investments we've probably ever seen. Uh, Don Jr., it looks like uh, Congress uh, uh, is following the money and that uh, uh, President Biden went to Ukraine afterwards demanding to get rid of uh, that attorney general. Uh, right after certain meetings. Yeah, John, he's on video. He says he, he bragged about it on video. It's, it's not even like it's, it's attempted, but now we see the money trail. We see that it actually was real. We, you know, why on earth would they pay Hunter Biden to sit on a board of a business he knows nothing about, a language he doesn't speak? He doesn't have to actually show up. And Devin Archer testified to all those reasons. Of course we knew. But again, the same people clamoring about democracy for the last few years are strangely silent. I mean, we're making decisions, guys, that could lead us to World War Three against Russia, you know, 6,000 nuclear warheads. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? We're not even asking if the 130 billion that we've spent there thus far could be influenced because these guys have more information on Joe Biden and their corruption. And are we risking not just $130 billion of U.S. taxpayer dollars, but actual nuclear war to cover up the continued insanity that we see here. No one's even asking the question. And, and so we had you, you Gordon... About the Banana Republics, that's, that's what we're living in right now. And, and uh, Don, uh, we had Gordon G. Chang on, that ex- Chinese expert that we have on WABC all the time, and he says there are uh, soldier type, uh, Chinese soldier types that are coming through the borders. And they might well, be sending they up. They send- have, they, have uh, board, they have that. You have terrorists. You have people that are known on the terror watch list. Six million people thus far under Joe Biden. I mean, that's two percent of our country, guys. Uh, if they're finding you know dozens of terrorists, imagine how many they're not finding. Uh, what's going on there? 
you know, I, I, we, we've seen the stuff that came out with the movie The Sound of Freedom, and Tim Ballard's a friend of mine. I, I met him uh, in, like, 2015, 2016. I'm, I think I'm the guy that actually introduced him to the White House. They brought him in there to talk about, you know, the child and sex trafficking problem at the border and, and across the world. And, you know, I'm, I was watching Democrats. Hopefully there's some common-sense Democrats in the room with you. I heard some of the names. It seems like... Uh, they, David Patterson is some... a very... Uh, Governor Patterson is yeah. a very common-sense Democrat. What and about Judge, Judge Weinberg? Weinberg? And yeah. Judge well, Weinberg. <laughs> but I watched, I watched the conference when Tim Ballard was there talking about the problem. They form a committee on it. They fund it with a couple hundred million dollars to shut down sex trafficking. And I, I watched Democrats lose their minds. Yeah. But, I mean... Governor, you want to say something? Still agree on? Uh, you know, there has been a real hesitancy to address a lot of these issues and to just think that this is a situation with someone who has a drug problem. And I probably felt that way myself. But it certainly, the as the evidence comes in, it kind of reminds me of of Watergate. It was below the radar. The at, In those days, the Republicans were blowing it off. The president was making fun of them. But then all of a sudden, the heavy evidence came in and it was it was difficult for them to stave it off at that point. Yeah, but you know the people who again they they did the where's Watergate. This is this makes Watergate just so we're clear. This makes Watergate seem like kindergarten. I mean, millions of dollars transacting from our enemies, where we're funding them ad nauseum. I mean, we have a hundred and thirty billion dollars into Ukraine, and that doesn't include you know the two hundred twenty that the Pentagon lost magically. You know that you know they they just they misplaced two hundred and twenty billion. I'm sure that went there. I mean, this is insanity. And, and what disappeared uh, and, in Afghanistan? Yeah, well, you know, we'll just leave eighty six billion dollars to the Taliban. What what could possibly go wrong, John? I mean, that, that seems like a, a illogical solution. But then we have clowns like our Secretary of State Anthony Blinken after that fiasco get on a world stage in front of Congress and say he's shocked and dismayed that the Taliban did not install, and I quote, a more diverse and inclusive government. I mean, <laughs> that's you're, amazing. You're, shy, you're shocked and dismayed. Like, maybe you're dismayed. I could understand that. But, like, you're, act, you're shocked that they didn't do I mean, you know, what they think they were going to do. They think they were going to have a trans coalition, yeah. um, you know, in the Taliban government to make sure that all people are represented. I mean, these aren't serious people. It's so insane. So Don is saying that the Taliban uh, rejected DEI. <laughs> and everybody, we're talking to uh, Donald Trump Jr. here on Cats and Cosby. Uh, uh, Donald, I also want to ask you just about this moment here, too, with your dad, because um, the judge is saying basically, or DOJ, I should say, oh, we want to speed up this case. Uh, to me, we're talking about obviously all these serious things that I think have gone wrong under the Biden administration. And now juxtapose it with this moment, this uh, historic moment here with your dad. And they seem to just want to bog him down. That was the one thing that his attorney, Alina Haba, uh, just was saying a few minutes ago is that basically what a, what a coincidence. Uh, the next hearing here is set for August 28th. The first debate is August 23rd. I mean, this is just yeah. to like, like tie him up between all these different lit. It's like 78 counts is what he has today. This is an amazing moment, Don Jr. Yeah, no, it's, it's, well, it's amazing in the sense that, you know, I think we're finally realizing how much further we've fallen than we could have ever imagined. Uh, you know, the Democrats are doing whatever they can, weaponizing things. And, you know, Republicans are playing T-ball while the Democrats are playing for keeps and playing hardball. Uh, you know, we have to start playing that same game. Well, we're going to be in big trouble because, uh, you know, this this is, you know, third world country stuff. If we were doing this and watching this unfold in a banana republic, we'd be calling for regime change. 
And yet, you know, it's happening right here. And, you know, we're sitting there, OK, well, maybe we'll, we'll you know, send a tweet about it instead of actually doing anything about it. Judge Weinberg, you've got a question for Donald Trump Jr. Well, I have a point. How does how does your father deal with this, knowing, for example, that Jack Smith, the special counsel, has forum shopped to put this case in the District of Columbia, which is a hostile environment in terms of the population, the voting demographic, only 5% supported your father, and you have a hostile federal federal bench, and you have probably the worst judges, uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz pointed out, that you could possibly have in this matter. I mean, it's time for her to recuse herself based on her previous statements and, and conduct, and it's time to uh, get this case out of the District of Columbia so your father can have a fair trial. As a matter of constitutional well, law, time to do all those things. But we've been watching, and we all know that none of those things will happen, right? I mean, again, we we talk about Hunter Biden. I mean, I did fifty hours of testimony for a phone call that everyone agrees was the same thing, and fifty hours okay, for treason. They wanted to try me uh, for a crime punishable by death. You know, under by a billion here, a couple million here, tied to human trafficking, sex trafficking. You know, guys, we're like. We, I think the problem that we have is there's still people that believe that these Democrats are actually, you know, that they have shame, you know, and that they're not just they haven't totally weaponized these things. I mean, they'll take every win imaginable. They'll they'll charge you to the wazoo. They'll make sure that you tie you up. It's lawfare. You know, tie you up, eliminate all your time, your resources, capital, defending these things because they're trying to put someone away for life. I mean. You know, Trump is a young and vibrant man, as you know, guys. And, John, you certainly know this. But, you know, the 475 years that they want to put him away for, you know, I don't know. It's probably a lot, even for him. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it is pylon. Uh, and, Cox, you got yeah, a question. Yeah. yeah uh, the it's, it's interesting. The special counsel here, Jack Smith, is well known to be a very creative prosecutor. That's what he does. And the Department of Justice decided in a in prosecutions where you want to have the most solid case you can have against a former president who is the leading candidate of the opposition party to be president. And they pick someone who is known as a creative judge and has been his convictions have been rejected eight zip by the Supreme Court. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's really says what the Department of Justice is about, doesn't it? I mean, I think that tells you everything that you need to know. It's the same thing what they were trying to do, you know, in, in Florida and with the, the female prosecutor down there. You might just find the one person, find anyone who has no morality, no decency, no fealty to the rule of law. And, like, we'll just let them do what they can and, you know, inflict as much damage as possible. I mean, it's not just a message to Trump. It's a message to anyone else who would ever come in and try to take on the hegemony of their power. You know, these, these people in D.C., it's like the Bidens, right? What, what have they created? What have they done? What have, other than peddled influence to make millions of dollars and the grandkids are making millions and getting money from China and there's everyone's, everyone's on the payroll. I, I wasn't aware that they did. So, so leading, up, leading up to the election, all these trials are going to be going on. Why shouldn't there be an impeachment proceeding going on with respect to President Biden. He certainly deserves it, given the facts that are coming out. So there is a contrary narrative going on. Especially to the after the Devin Archer comments on Capitol Hill. Wow. That's just a starter. Wait till you see what else comes out. Oh, yeah. By the way, I mean, if you think that's it, I mean, imagine what, you know, what, you know, what China has that we haven't even come out on. I mean, again, they didn't invest a billion dollars in Hunter for for nothing. I'm sure there's, you know, so we don't know 
how much more is out there? You know, what, what are what what are the other things that those enemies have that you know on Hunter that you know beyond the laptop from hell? What are the things that Hunter decided? You know what? Maybe that's too much to video myself doing, but they probably have it, uh, and I'm sure they're going to weaponize it against these guys. So, you know, the only problem with impeaching Joe Biden is you end up with Kamala Harris, which you know, could <laughs> arguably be worse. Well, but, uh, it won't be convicted, <laughs> but impeachment gives you the power, a really superpower of subpoena to draw out a lot of facts a lot faster than you otherwise would. Right. Cor- uh, correct. But the mainstream media will run with it. Look at the Republicans. Yeah. You know, they can have cut and dry evidence of corruption at the highest level. Again, I think the stuff makes Watergate look like kindergarten. I and agree yet, with that. Run full cover for it because they're they're not even talking about these things. So you have real testimony before congressional committees, and I I know because I was in those committees. Uh, I did that. I was there when these people altered my emails. You know, they got caught, but they didn't stop them from running with it for two weeks until until the truth came out. Uh, oh, the walls are closing in. We got them. I mean, they're willing to do anything, and so I think that's the mistake, unfortunately, that we're making is. You know, we have to we, we assume and many Americans who are too busy, you know, trying to live their lives, feed their families to, to pay attention to all the details of what's going on. But, you know, we still think these people actually care about any of these things or the rule of law or it, it, it just that, well, is we do. Most, that is the most shocking part that the zillion lawyers in our in our country, that the lawyers are not standing up for the rule of law. And, and they're not yeah. standing up for ethics. I mean, it used to be an important subject. I mean, uh, ethics. Yeah. Where, where, where the heck are they? John, also the media, too. The media blackout of, like, the what they cover and not cover is disgusting to me, too. It's, it's really it disgusting. Be- Benjamin Franklin be turning over in his grave. Yeah, thousand percent. Donald Trump Jr., we love having you on. And give your be- give our best uh, to your father, please. I'll do that, guys. Thanks a lot. Good talking to you.